Wouldn't it be awesome to own some ring-worn gear from actual wrestling superstars? Wouldn't it be awesome to own a piece of the ring mat from historic wrestling events? And wouldn't it also be awesome to get those at affordable prices and the ability to pull those from packs or boxes? What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about relics. What are they? Which ones are valued? Does anyone actually care about these things anymore? But before we break down the wrestling card relic discussion, just a quick reminder about how you can help show your support for my content. The easiest thing you can do is whatever platform you're on, hit that subscribe button, leave me a review, and spread the word about the podcast. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a wrestling fan, tell somebody that's into some sort of collectibles about wrestling with cards. And about wrestling cards in general, because hey, they're fun. And in my opinion, the most fun niche of the hobby. So I remember years ago when relics started appearing in the hobby, I thought it was awesome that the fact that you could pull a card that had a unique item inside it. And that item was used or worn by your favorite player, superstars, and Hall of Famers. Items used in historic events, or maybe items that were used at events that you actually attended in person. But as the years have gone on, many people in the hobby have grown tired of relics. I mean, how many plain black and white t-shirts, swatches, and cards do we really need to have? And I'll touch on those as we go through some of these categories. But I think the question we need to start with is, why would anybody want to collect these things and what is the market for them? Let's start with the relics from talent, the superstar used gear. The fact that you could own a card of your favorite wrestler with the piece of something that that wrestler used or wore is awesome. Yeah, I know I kind of made a joke about the black and white, we'll call them the napkin relic cards, the you know plain black and white t-shirt relics that we've seen everywhere. But honestly, there are some pretty cool ones out there when you start looking. Let's start with what, to my knowledge, is the first ever wrestling relic card, that being the 1999 Topps WCW embossed Hulk Hogan ringside rarity t-shirt relic card. The t-shirt has been done over and over again, but this isn't just an example of one that's actually significant. Then come the relics from talent that are really unique. Flair did an excellent job with this, really kicking this idea off. Pieces of tables from the Dudley Boys. Pieces of gold ribbon from Kurt Angle. A card featuring a piece of Hurricane's mask. How about Veruk's knee brace? And there were many more, that's just an example. But then moving into the more modern cards, we had seen also some pretty unique relics, such as ladders, turnbuckles. I'll throw kiss cards in there if you want to count those. And how about something really off the wall like the AJ Lee Teddy Bear Relic card? Relics from events are also very popular. Many times they are just plain ring-used mat relics. But they do occasionally state that the relic in the card from a chair, ladder, table, etc. is from a specific event. We even have exclusive cool stuff like dirt from the Boneyard match at WrestleMania between AJ Styles and The Undertaker. And then let's talk about manufactured relics. This category is definitely not as sought after as the match used or the wrestler worn, but there's still a collector base for it and I'll explain. Manufactured relics are themed pieces put into cards to match a set or a wrestler. For example, Hall of Fame rings, championship belt plate cards, logo patches, gold trophies, etc. I feel like these are mainly for set collectors or super player collectors and not so much for the rarity of the item or the fact that it's ring used. Since again, all they are are little pieces of items that have been manufactured from these companies and then just put into the card. Relic cards might not be the most sought after or valuable cards anymore like many thought they would be back in the day when they first came out, but they still have a place in the hobby for many reasons. Let's start with super collectors. 
They have to have everything of their favorite superstar. So if it's a ring-used matte relic, a plain black t-shirt relic, a manufactured patch relic, they gotta have them all, including the parallels or numbered versions of all of those. It's all about the chase and trying to get the biggest and best collection of that specific superstar or player or wrestler, whatever you want to call them. So that in itself means that these cards are still important to collectors. Then you have the other ways that people collect where these relic cards can find a home, such as set collecting. Maybe it's, again, the events they attended or specific event sets they're trying to put together. Maybe they want all the WrestleMania relics they can find or all the money in the bank relics they can find. Maybe a collector attended that specific event. Maybe it was the pay-per-view. Maybe they were actually at that Hall of Fame where that person got inducted, so they go after the Hall of Fame ring relic cards. Or just any specific moment in time they can tie these back to their nostalgia and what those feelings mean to them as they hold that card. We all know how much I love the grown adults that like to spend their hard-earned money on replica belts, walking around with them in public. So we know there are belt collectors out there, right? Well, hey, maybe somebody wants to sell all their replica belts because they realize they haven't won any of those defended replica title belt matches in the Walmart parking lots or at the live events. So they say, hey, I want a belt collect, but let's do it in cardboard form. And they can do that with cards and collect all the belt plate cards that are out there, and with a lot of them being autographed, so it's a double whammy of collectability. Or if you want to take it to the extreme, we have collectors out there doing what Doug Dreesel Jr. is doing, and that's trying to collect enough matte relic cards to build a regulation WWE wrestling ring. If you want more information on that cool collection that he is building, head over to my YouTube channel where I did a full interview with Doug talking about all of his matte relic cards, his intentions, why he's doing it, and putting it together. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope I was able to shine some light on relics in wrestling cards. And despite them being not as sought after or valuable as what many people may initially thought or some may still think, they still have a place in people's collections. What are some of your favorite relic cards? What are your favorite relic cards on your PC and why? Let me know on social media, tag me in it, post pictures, let's get a discussion going about relics. And you can find all my social information in the show notes below. And while you're there, make sure you take a second to check those links out for all of the ways you can help show your support for my content. Check out my YouTube page, that's the hub of my main content anyway. Check out Patreon, check out my eBay store, links to social media, links to buy me a coffee, and much more. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. If you thought it was worth your time, again, leave me a review on whatever podcast platform you're checking this out on. Tell a friend, spread the word about this show and wrestling cards in general. Until next time, keep collecting and having fun. We'll see you.